Hey everyone, welcome to Kyle Corner Cricket Cast, and finally, finally we got to see a day's play of this, the test of all tests, the WTC. Um, India versus New Zealand, obviously guys, uh, are the two finalists, and they finally commenced on the field today, uh, on day two of this test match. Um, and at the end of it all, I would say even Stevens, uh, India 145-3, um, and New Zealand would probably take that as well. India would take it as well. Um, New Zealand would probably like a couple more wickets to be lost, but you know, all things considered, a pretty even day of play, if you will. Uh, ad- admittedly, a truncated one. So really, only two sessions that we had, and in the first session, yeah, yeah, but I mean, light, two rain, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, first session, Gil Rohit, um, surprisingly, put on a pretty decent partnership. I thought they would be walking wickets. But Bolton Saudi didn't really bowl well in that first spell. They got out of the hook, they were too wide. And Rohit and, and Gill capitalized on that. Also batted outside the crease and the gate uh, swing to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but then both got out with when the you know um, third and fourth seamers, who are damn good, <laughs> as you all know, Jameson and Wagner, got them out. Um, Rohit fishing, uh, playing away from his body and fishing outside the off stump. Uh, Gil getting a beauty from Wagner. Um, and then we saw Pujara come in, struggled, took, what What was it, 25, 30 deliveries? To get he took 36 off. deliveries. 36 deliveries to score a run. But I mean, I mean, like, that is the value of Pujara. You know he's going to give you at least 30 deliveries on average. That just means that Kohli doesn't have to face them, or Pujara doesn't, uh, or Rahane doesn't have to face them, or, um, or Punt doesn't have to face them, or Jadeja doesn't yeah, have to yeah, face yeah. them. They he, can come in against a tired pack and score some runs. Yeah, he he struggled though today. Um, got hit in the head as well um, yeah. and bowled out. Um, and then hopefully he's okay. Hopefully, hopefully. But uh, he seemed to be fine. There weren't any injuries. I didn't see. Yeah, any I mean, concussion. then again, I mean, we've seen something similar happen to Nkrumah Bonner. Faf. Um, yeah. Yeah, Faf. Yeah, and I'd rather again. The ball's moving around a lot, and it is kind of dangerous. So fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and and then we saw a consolidation from Rahane and Kohli in the end uh, with the loss of no wickets in that second yeah. session. The pitch, a lot of discussion about it. Thought it played fantastically. Oh, Great. this is this is this is the sort of pitch you want in in a deciding match. Um, as yeah. a, like if you're a neutral, right? You know, like oh, this is a, this is the pitch that you can get, and all three results, actually all four results, might be possible on this pitch. You might get a tie, you might get a win, you might get a loss, or you can get a draw. And it's 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 great to to see see that kind of pitch being prepared. Yeah. Quite frankly, I think that needs to be encouraged in um, in first class and test cricket because it's it's kind of boring to see a match that you know is going to go to a draw. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I I think what helped a lot. Uh, just to be more specific, good pace on this first day. Um, some good bounce that you could extract from the surface. Seam movement. Um, the overhead conditions helped a lot, uh, and the Duke's ball uh, meant that because it was all cloudy yeah. the entire day, and the Duke ball with its pronounced seam meant that you could get swing even after the 45 over mark, which 
unlike the Kookaburra and SCG, is a real advantage of the Duke's Bowl uh, in yeah. these sort of conditions. And then the other factor that was really helpful, um, not necessarily a pitch factor, but because we had so much rain, the outfield was a bit wetter. And that meant that even though you, you know, got value for your shots, it didn't mean that you would just be able to push it and time it for four. But I actually do think I, I slightly disagree with your your statement uh, when you said it, it's about an even day. I actually think India's batted really well. There was a yeah. there was a stat by Crickfizz that around tea time um, that said that according to their models, India should really be at around one sixty something hmm. for seven. I see. That's how good New Zealand was bowling. So the fact that they made it to 140 for three is a real testament to the skill and the discipline that the Indian batsmen have shown today. Um, it, 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 I mean, it's 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 it, it's actually very surprising that you see Indian batsmen batting this way with this much composure in this situation because traditionally you see sort of a cloudy day on a seeming friendly pitch in England. You. As an India fan, I think all of us were thinking that both of us were thinking like, "Oh God, this is going to this is against New Zealand, who are like the kings of swing." Yeah, don't it's, remind me of those doors it, in 2010, 2014, 2018, where we just it's like, the "Oh no, this is not gonna this is not gonna end well." And yeah. they bat, and to their credit, they batted very well. They batted with exceptional poise and character, and they they didn't give away any of their wickets. Not really. No. You could you could say Rohit, but even yeah. then Rohit had done his job by that point. He had he had seen yeah. off almost what like twenty overs, and then he got out. And it's yeah. like okay, fine. That's if, if you tell if you tell me that an opener will give me twenty overs um, against that opening pack with the new, with the new ball, On, in this I'll take that any day of the week in a swinging conditions too. That, that's perfect. I don't care how many runs he scores. I, I hope he scores some runs, but it's not that important. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you entirely, man. I think India batted really well today. Um, they all sort of batted outside of their crease to help negate the swing. And part of the reason why it worked is also because this uh, New Zealand attack, they don't have anybody who can consistently bowl 140Ks, right? And so it meant that that sort of at that sort of pace, even though it's swinging and seeming around, and even though Jameson, the likes of Jameson and, and Wagner were able to get bounced, it wasn't coming at a quick enough pace to actually, you know, unsettle them to the point where they couldn't uh, adopt that particular approach. It needs to go to Kohli because he played, he was the epitome of this, played brilliantly, um, batted outside the crease, but also played the latest of the lot. And then, and it was a slow innings for him, right? We, As you were saying, it took him a lot of time to settle down comparatively to usual. I think he scored, he scored two boundaries in the entire innings that he played, which is uncharacteristic. It's probably one of the slowest innings I've seen from Kohli, but... He was brilliant today, and and yeah. him along with Rahane have given a lot of hopes for India on this upcoming. I believe um, DK, who who has sources inside the India camp, actually brought this up, and he actually said India. He, he said that like India was intentionally they had listened because Kohli had said one thing that had helped him when he was playing in England last time. We had that brilliant series in 2018 um, with the bat, not so much as a captain, but with the bat. Um, he said that he just batted outside of the crease and we've seen that india take this uh, approach against other quality pace attacks as well they did it in australia uh and we were very effective in australia as you can tell by the indian batting lineup score consistently scoring about above power scores on those wickets yeah um so i think that's something that teams might start adopting in the future as sort of a strategy to deal with good swing bowling attacks get up and get in the face of the 
the, the seamers. I do think, however, New Zealand missed a few tricks. Um, first and foremost, why did you hold Wagner back? He's your third best seamer, right? Yeah. I, I, I like, and we saw exactly as soon as he came in, India's run rate, which was going up like, at a healthy rate of about three, immediately yeah. dipped. Yeah. Um, Rohit and Shubman are both stroke makers, and in you know they do latch onto yeah. those balls and all, and and Wagner did strangulate them. Uh, yep, and and you look at um, at Pajara again. He came into him. Pajara's weakness has been the short ball. That's yeah, traditionally I mean, where he's had struggle. He had he's had struggles with in terms of scoring. Yeah, it, right? because it, it it has to do a lot with the low hands of his, right? It, yeah. it means that Which are you know perfect against the swinging ball or the spinning ball, but against the bouncing ball, it's kind of yeah. And he's worked on that. He's improved on it. Um, but it, even then, right? It's it's not natural to him. He he doesn't usually survive really testing phases of bouncers, and if he does, he bats extremely slowly, as we saw today, which is part of the reason why that happened. But yeah, I think they did miss the trick on that. The other trick I was going to say, Rowan, um, not playing a Jazz Patel. I know Colin Grant, the Grand Home, bowled really well today, and was you know restricting Kohli, especially in the run output uh, with those Dibley Davlas. And it, it is nice to see yeah. New Zealand go back to their roots in the 1990s with that <laughs> World Cup team of just like strangulating the life of you with a bowler. You don't understand why he, he's effective in these conditions. It was a good. Boy, but I think Ajaz Patel would have been really useful here, and I think I, the... I, I I I agree with you on that. Actually, I was um, listening to commentary. I think it was either McMillan or Dowell who were saying something along the lines of the reason that they've gone to because they were surprised that he came in to bowl right after lunch to Kohli, to Pajara and Kohli, and it's like, why would you go to him? you have Trent Bolt, you have Tim Southey, you have Kyle Jameson, all three of which make much more sense to go after. Um, go after those two guys because you know they're better bowlers so why is the grand home in and his idea was that maybe they're trying to go after Coley with the grand home because Coley has Coley until today had scored one run and gone and, and had been bowled out <laughs> yeah by, uh calling the grand home which is kind of a weird thing to say yeah but it's like and he's like it actually makes sense because Coley's strength is that he's actually very good against very quick bowlers yeah it's, but his it's, weakness is that he's not very good against very slow seamers. Yeah, it's it's sort of like when Sachin had that problem against Hansi Kronia and he would like smash Donald and Pollock and then keep on getting to Kronia and you'd be like, why is he getting out of this guy? Um, no offense to Kronia, he was a decent bowler, but still. But the point being that you're making, right, is very accurate. I, I It is an ego factor as well, right? Like no bowler, no no great batsman likes to get out to like a bowler that's like a dibbly dog, right? I'm, I'm sorry, it doesn't matter. No. Especially one no, I mean, with the Dilly dude, and, 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 and in the Grand Home's defense, he actually bowled really well today. Yeah, um, yeah there, I think there was a couple of balls that, I mean, Kohli was completely lost on some of them. And, and that's not a knock on Kohli, it's just like, that was how good his spell was. It was yeah. very good. Um, Combined with Saudi in that second spell was quite yeah, good. That second spell was amazing. Yeah, Tim yeah. Saudi was... Tim Saudi, after he got loose, began bowling the sort of balls that you expect to see from Tim Saudi. Yeah, quality uh, outswingers. Quality, quality outswingers, and then the ball that would just straight. And just... Yeah. <laughs> No, really. It good was stuff. just, it was incredible. Um, it, think, it pissed think, me off, to be honest with you, because like if he had bowled as well as that, him and Bolt in that first um, session, 
they would have probably had more wickets and and quite frankly it would probably be like for 50 for 4 or something like that yeah because they bowled too wide right they just they they were getting swing and seam and and they were just bowling way too wide of the crease man and i think they they missed a trick in quite a bit and a lot of credit needs to go to bj wildland no extras conceded uh despite the ball moving so much now we're talking before we started recording about field placements uh what do you see as the problem Yeah, with, uh, so field, uh, that's actually a really good point that I, uh, uh, that you you know we we were talking about, and I, I'm glad that you wanted me to bring it up um, because we were noticing how Kane Williamson, um, especially Kohli, who had been playing more square of the wicket shots, was not positioning his long on a mid on and and mid off and and long off, if you will. They weren't long offs or long ons, but mid off and mid on. They, he didn't position them wider, right? Which is normally what you do when you're uh, facing up against a bowler, um, you, know, uh, you know, a batsman who is becoming more accustomed to square of the wicket shots, right? Because part of the reason why you do that is you would tempt them to bowl the bat more straighter, right? Which is where you would procure the edge, especially with some of the lengths that Saudi and, and the Grand Home were bowling, right? They were on the fuller side, so you wanted him to play. You know, more straighter down the ground, which is where Kohli might have struggled a little bit more. And the fact that that didn't happen, and and just some some of the other field placements, um, it seemed to indicate to me that Williamson was a little bit flustered at the fact that wickets didn't go down early. I think he had expected Bolton Southie to you know just take a handful. He Bolton Southie. Yeah, yeah. And and when they didn't, it sort of flustered him a little bit. And I think he missed the mark in in terms of field placements in that sense, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I believe it was uh, Sunny G, who, uh, Sunil Gavaskar, who was on the, on the, on the comment, uh, on the commentary. Sunny G sounds like an orange juice, man. I know it does. It's, it's, it's weird to refer to probably the greatest opener of all time as Sunny G, but uh, he's okay. apparently he's okay with that, um, which is you know okay, cool. Um, yeah. he, but he was saying that one of the reasons that he thought they were doing it was. Because he he knows everyone knows that Kohli has one sh- doesn't have one shot. The one shot he doesn't have is a square cut, and because of that, if you open that area for the square cut, and you say, "Okay, Kohli, I want you to use your worst shot to go after our balls and try and try and fend off and go in that direction," there's a better chance that you might get. If you want to score runs, you can score runs there. We're going to shut off your drives. Right? We're going to shut off the straight bat shots. We're going to put a man out deep on the hook in the pole, so you you aren't going to score there. So, yeah, I mean, it, like it makes sense in a way, but it's also it's a very interesting choice that they decided to do that rather than be a little bit more conventional, as you yeah. were pointing out. It's also um, the it's also the wrong uh, field setting for the bowlers, right? Like if it was Jameson or Wagner, right, who are bowl- accustomed to bowling shorter, right? It would make more sense. I think yeah. the issue with that field placement was it was Saudi and especially with Colin Grandholm, a guy who, if he bowls short, he's going to get a whack for four. So he he can't bowl short deliveries at all, right? It, yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me, uh, quite frankly. Yeah. I think you had mentioned earlier on about Watling, right? And and I I do want to come back to him for a little bit because Jesus, that was a An excellent keeping demonstration. This is his last match. This is his last professional cricket match. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to show everyone in the world. Most 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 people don't realize how great of how much of a great keeper BJ Watling is, right? Because yeah. he doesn't play. He, he's a red ball specialist. He yeah. plays for the and he plays for the red ball team that plays probably the least amount of red ball cricket 
yeah. of the major nations and yeah. he's fantastic like he, i mean he he's, really is man and, and the thing considering is he never played he never played wicket keeper until yeah. he was in the test side yeah shout out to uh, uh jared kemper for that because uh, he's an opening batsman right yeah he was an right. opening batsman yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's he's just so he just looks like yeah that's i didn't see him die once no, right. no, no, no. His, his, and that's just proper. Get, get your feet in line. Yeah. Take the ball in the gloves. I, I mean, and and there were. Balls. I don't think Rishabh Pant could do that. I don't think Mohammad Rizwan could do it. I don't think Quinn de Kock could do it. I don't think um, any of England's keepers could do it. Maybe Ben Folks, but I don't even think he could do it. No. As considering the conditions, considering the bowlers he's up, he's he's trying to keep to. Yeah. And, and and for the record, the conditions you know that we're talking about, guys, there were deliveries that uh, misbehaved a little bit, right? There were ones that kept a little bit low, some that bounced, right? So there was yeah. some uneven bounce, you know, vertically as well as horizontally. And uh, the ball he, was moving in three dimensions, say four dimensions. Was, some balls were coming a little bit slower off the wicket. Some balls were coming a little bit quicker. Some balls were swinging in and out. And balls were swinging in and out. There was uh, balls that would bounce higher or stay lower. Um, and he just didn't drop anything. It was just like, how? Yeah. How are you doing this? How are you this good? And why are you retiring now? And and you know, it's very interesting you point out that he's not usually noticed. And and it's funny because wicketkeeping is one of the few disciplines that if you're world class, especially as a glovesman, that's what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be unnoticed because everything just goes to you and naturally. Like, great, great um, keeper. Man, this New Zealand team is gonna miss him. I don't think they're gonna get uh, a keeper. Tom Blundell's a good. Tom Blundell's a good bluffer. Don't get me wrong, but he's not. He's just not BJ Watley. No. And I, he, like, that's what's so impressive about this West, uh, this New Zealand team. There isn't really a position that you could look at and say, yeah, yeah, they have a real weakness there, except spinner. And even yeah. then, Ajax Patel isn't bad. Mitch Sander isn't bad. They're just not good. They're well, I mean, Ajax Patel is is good, man. He just doesn't get chances. <laughs> Yeah, that too. Um, um, I mean, like, and I, I genuinely, I am, I'm happy that this is happening because, um, especially with the World Test Championship, because Test players in in the world of franchise cricket, it is very, very hard to explain why people rate certain players. Like, why do you rate Ishan Sharma? Like, his T Twenty stuff is, is 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 crap. He has three hundred Test wickets. Yeah, he's. The, he's one of like what like two Indian seamers to ever have 300 test wickets. Yeah, he's he's had success everywhere on the on the goddamn planet. Yeah, especially in the last five years. Obviously, yeah. he started out had a poor record, but he's really improved substantially. Um, and speaking of Ishan Sharma, and speaking of a guy, well, speaking of a guy who's probably going to be bowling tomorrow. So, what are your predictions for tomorrow? What score? Um, if if you're in the, either of these team think tanks if you will right right where where do you go from this do you think um what what does india want ideally to be in a winning position in this match and what does new zealand want to restrict india to to you know be so able to... I, I think it's easier to start talking about <clears throat> what new zealand wants to do because you you can anyone can look at a weather forecast and see okay tomorrow's supposed to be a batting day it's going to be sunny it's going to be warmer temperatures uh it's going to be a little bit easier to bat on. There shouldn't be as many light issues or rain issues as there have been in previous days. The day after is looking like there's going to be a lot of rain. So if I'm New Zealand, I want to bowl out India before the second session is over. Fair enough. Right? I, I, want, I, I want them to be out for around under 300. Anything under 300, I'll take. 
right? Um, if I can get that under 300, I know that I can get to uh, within 150 before uh, day three happens because we're going to lose most of day three. Yeah. Um, most likely. And then on day four, I will be able to go and bat again, try and build a lead, give myself 100 overs to bowl India out. Um, if I'm India, however, that's where the interesting question comes in. Because if I'm India, I'm looking to score 400. If I score 400, 450 on this wicket, I know that I'm giving my chance, uh, giving myself a chance to um, try and bowl New Zealand out for under 300. Uh, for about 300, right? 150, maybe get a session or two to bat on day four, put uh, put them back in uh, for that for the rest of the match. Get get a lead of 250, uh, 300 on the board in that in that short batting session, and then go for it. Yeah. Um, so if I'm India, I might be looking to try and bat almost two and a half sessions, and then put New Zealand in, try and get them out quickly. Um, so it's going to come down, especially because of how New Zealand opened, right? New Zealand opened with, uh, if I remember correctly, Tom, uh, Tom is a left-handed batsman. And Conway. Conway's a left-handed batsman. Yeah. I mean, if you're really looking at the numbers, India could do some pretty clever things and try and take those wickets really quickly. Yeah, they could even open up with, and, and I'd recommend them doing this, open up with Ashant and Ashwin. Double bluff. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, yeah. be crazy. Go out there and... I mean, Ashwin has, like, if you look at the numbers, right? Yeah. Ishant and Ashwin are the two best bowlers India has. Left-handers, because they, they right. clean up left-handers like nobody's business. Right, um, so, like, maybe open with those two. Give them, give them, give them, like, 15 overs at, at the at the two opening batsmen. And then bring in Shami and, uh, and Bumrah. Yeah. And then, if they don't get anything, then you just put in the spin twins on either end. And yeah. by the way, there are some nice footmarks that are appearing for the right-handed batsman. Jadeja could come into this game and really wreck shop. He could. Um, he could. But I think, I think what's most likely going to happen is that we're going to have a draw due to inclement weather, which sucks. But personally, I don't. I'm not that opposed to it. I understand people are like, "Oh, it's the World Test Championship final." I'm like, "It's Test cricket. Yeah. You don't need to have a result." Fair enough. The beauty of this game that we that we all love is sometimes draws are okay. Yeah, and sometimes draws uh, are the right result. Hopefully, we get a full days of test match um, going forward. Um, and yeah, guys, uh, really exciting day today. Even Stevens, um, for the most part, um, although you could say India a little bit ahead. Uh, we've got a fantastic couple of days coming ahead of us. Join us again. We're going to be covering the in- entire day by day of this test match. And yeah, see you guys later. <laughs>